Welcome to the Firearms Trainers Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Today, we'll be talking about the LASR training system. We bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Head on over to their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off in your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by friends of Pig Lube. Pig Lube brings you the best performance for your firearm by combining high-grade synthetic oil with nanoparticle technology. They also support the 2A community by sponsoring competitive shooters and firearm instructors everywhere. Order some Pig Lube today, and I'm sure you'll be telling your students about it because the unique applicator allows you to use less and then get it where you need it without the waste. Check out their other quality cleaning products and swag at piglube.net and use coupon code FTP20 for 20% off at checkout. Today, we are joined by Jason Williams from LASR. Welcome, Jason. How are things going? Things are going well. Things are going well. We're uh, almost getting cold here in Nebraska now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, things will change very uh, very soon, I'm sure. Um, we're yes. in October and uh, through the August and September heat and uh, times are changing. You bet. You bet. Oh, hey, hey, Jason, can you give our listeners a little bit of uh, who you are and your background? Sure. So um, I am one of the owners of uh, Laser Team. Um, I am a software developer by trade. So I went to school for it. Um, I've been doing it for my whole career and I really love it. Um, back in, uh, well, about eight years ago now, uh, John Wallace, my business partner, who's also been on the show before, um, kind of uh, raised his hand in a local gun forum and said, hey, I have an idea for a piece of software and I, I need a software developer. And that's kind of where I came in. Um, and so um, I had just started my journey into learning more about uh, handgun shooting uh, at that time. And I had uh, tried to take as many classes as I could from as many different as in instructors as there were in the area. And uh, I had a pretty solid foundation, but I've really learned quite a bit um, after kind of stepping into the industry and um, beginning this journey with John. So well, that's great. It's, uh, yeah. it's definitely one of those uh, pieces where you can uh, learn a lot about just a few things because there's so much to learn um, from a physical standpoint and also from a firearm standpoint. Um, it's, it's something that we're, we're all striving for. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, hey, Jason, I, I got your email uh, a couple of weeks ago and it said that LASR proclaimed October 2020 being instructor month. Can you tell our listeners what that means? Yeah, you bet. So uh, we saw um, the numbers being reported by different organizations about how many new people are, you know, first time gun buyers. And uh, we were getting calls from instructors saying, man, I'm just crazy busy and I'm interested in your products. And um, so what we decided to do is kind of uh, make October focused on instructors in particular, because I really think um, that particular group of people who have taken their knowledge base and decided to wrap it up and put it into class form for these new uh, gun owners are really, really important for the future of gun rights and uh, 
basically just making safer shooters um, for the future. So um, we believe our product, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure is, is perfect for the classroom. And so we thought, you know, let's put that peanut butter and jelly together and, and really encourage people to, to start learning with our software. So. The last numbers I saw uh, were there's over 5 million new shooters um, not or new gun owners, not, you know, people buying additional guns, things like that, but people that have never you know, possibly touched a gun before that feel during that having a firearm in their house and their possession is something that they, they want to do and exercise their rights at this time, which is a great segue to us as instructors are going out there and engaging these people and, you know, having, teaching them that maybe the way that Hollywood shoots or how they handle a gun isn't exactly the right way of doing it, showing them how to keep the finger up on the frame, keep the muzzle in safe direction, keep the gun unloaded until they're ready to use, you know, know their, you know, their target and what's beyond all those things that have been ingrained in us as instructors. But a lot of times when you think about that new shooter, you know, you know, they just pick up a gun like they pick up a coffee cup and their hands wrap right around in the trigger guard and they've got their finger on the trigger, which we know is wrong, but we need to go along with still that same kind of knowledge into, in, into these new shooters. And as instructors, I love to see that there's 5 million new people that might need my services. And, you know, it's a, yeah. those, those are great, great odds. When you divide that by um, 50, that means there's a hundred thousand new people on average per state. Yeah. yeah. I'm one of those yeah. math guys that look at numbers and I add and multiply do all that kind of stuff with it. No, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were talking about your uh, software and I've used mm-hmm. it for uh, many years when John was on, we, we, t- we talked about it. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the things specifically that we can use your um, software to help us when it comes to, you know, a gun shortage that we've got. I mean, we know that it's very hard to find any selection of guns out there currently. And also yeah. in the times that we're into right now from a ammo shortage perspective mm-hmm. to where if you can find 50 or hundred rounds of your favorite ammo, that's a good day. The days yeah. of going along, going into a gun shop and walking out with a thousand rounds for a little bit for the shelf and 500 rounds for a class are gone. And even myself, we're looking at adjusting our, uh, round counts to go along and be more in line with what people get available because the cost of it uh, can of the ammo can almost be as much as the class itself which um it makes it cost prohibitive for some people indeed yeah um one of the things that we love to do uh here at the office is uh take a weekly trip to the range and we've really had to cut that back uh just because there's no ammo you know um and so we definitely feel that pain one of the great things about the laser software is that you get a bunch of extra feedback from what is essentially dry fire practice. Um, uh, I'm sure your listeners are familiar with dry fire. Uh, It's basically the idea of um, incorporating gun handling skills without the loud bang, without the projectile going out the front of the gun, that sort of thing. Um, the great thing about it is you can do almost everything except a couple things like recoil recovery and um, things like that. So um, the downside to it has always been that uh, you really, unless you're super honest with yourself and your eyes are really good at watching your sights and that sort of thing, it's really hard 
to tell where the shot would have landed, for instance. It's hard to tell uh, if you would have missed sometimes. It's hard to uh, diagnose some trigger problems and that kind of thing. Um, and so we really created the, the laser software to kind of solve some of those issues. Um, the idea of dry fire has been around forever, and we just kind of tried to enhance it, basically. Um, so it's got things in it that will allow you to uh, see where your shot would have hit. Uh, it's got things that uh, will allow you to see uh, diagnostics as far as maybe the student is uh, breaking their wrist or something and moving the muzzle as they break the shot, and that's going to cause a miss. Um, it's got a whole bunch of different tools inside of it that someone like an instructor who's very familiar with uh, the shooting disciplines is really going to be able to utilize uh, without the use of any ammunition whatsoever. So um, we really like uh, hearing uh, when instructors do incorporate it into their classroom. And obviously everyone runs their classes differently. Uh, but uh, kind of the basic idea that we like to present to uh, our instructor friends is that while you're in the classroom, you can start to work on range commands, safe gun handling, uh, basic marksmanship, grip, stance. You can work on a whole bunch of stuff before you ever go out to the range. And so um, the great thing about um, shooting a gun is that it's fun, right? And so that's what gets people addicted to it. And well, one uh, this thing that's fun about the LSR software, sorry for interrupting you, Jason, no, no. Yeah. it's a competition side of things to where you can go along yeah. and do head to head competitions between it, which I use yeah. that in class because when people see that they can have a little bit of fun with it, mm-hmm. I mean, right there, they start understanding that guns aren't all, aren't scary um, for it. If in the, in the responsible hands, Absolutely. No, sorry, go, go ahead with what you're saying, Jason. No, that that's, that's great. I, um, I was just going to say that, uh, the great thing about shooting is that it's fun and really dry fire is kind of boring. And so we're trying to make dry fire a little more fun. So it matches a little more, um, to what they're actually going to experience on the range, uh, from a, from a student's perspective. Anyway, um, the, uh, instructor obviously is going to have the advantage of being in a safe environment with a safe, uh, gun. And, uh, you know, they're going to be able to correct things before they get out to the range. So, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's the idea of the software and, uh, it's been very successful in, uh, instructors hands. So, yeah, well, even, uh, I think from, uh, instructor who might have a classroom that's 30 feet long, Mm. you guys offer, uh, different size targets, the poppers, the cardboard targets that are the size of the USPSA targets, but then you also downsize that to what 25% size. So you can basically go along and take a very small space and turn it into a very large or simulate it, you know, shooting at a longer range. And then you go along and, and do diagnostics there. Cause we all know that when you've got a smaller target, take a little bit more time to get the sights aligned, takes a little bit more concentration to pre- press that trigger properly and make sure everything is there, but you don't have to be out on a, you know, a 20, 30, 40 yard range. Yeah. You can go along, compress that down uh, with it. And with the software, it gives you, it really gives you the ability to diagnose things uh, in the shooter that yeah. you might not normally be able to see. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the great things about um, dry fire is you really can use anything as a target. So you can use a range target. You can use a miniaturized cardboard cutout. Um, you can use something you printed off the internet. You know, the, the, the limits are really not there as far as what you can use uh, uh, with the software uh, for dry fire. So 
Um, you know, if you want to make something more challenging, you're right. Exactly. Just make it smaller, you know, and that'll really bring out the, uh, you'll be able to diagnose stuff really quickly when they're aiming at something so small. So, and even, even from a student perspective, they can mm-hmm. go along for, you know, the price of a couple boxes of ammo, get the software and a couple more boxes. They can afford a, you know, uh, light emitting pistol, you know, similar to the search shirt, something like that. And they can even, uh, you know, do that uh, practice then at home, which gives them, you know, confidence again to, they don't, don't have to worry about, you know, the ammo and the cost goes along with that. They make one investment and they can practice every week or every night and get better from that standpoint, from holster draws to, you know, reloads, all those types of things. The, the uh, LSR software allows you to uh, practice when you're, even when you're home and you don't have to go, you know, it's not going to disturb the neighbors because it's not loud. You're not, don't have large bangs and right. you can, you can practice, you know, even, even within a city limits. Yeah. Yep. And we see, um, there's been a couple instructors that have, uh, purchased, um, multiple sets as well that they can give to their students and they can take home and do uh, homework with and that kind of thing. Um, the uh, uh, We also, and not to keep plugging us, but we also um, have a referral program for instructors and that kind of thing if they wanted to turn around and help their students a little bit with a discount on, on the equipment as well. So yeah, I mean, we have instructors recommending it to their students every day just because it's so helpful. So yeah. Yep. I know I've uh, sold uh, several kits to instructors that have come to my classes, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure they've turned around and sold, uh, especially in these days when ammo and firearms are in short supply, mm-hmm. uh, to, to their students also. Because, I mean, let's face it, if we're going to be working with something that's dangerous like a firearm, we want to know how to properly use it. I mean, it's no different than driver's ed, you know, you buy, and when you were 16 and you, and you got that car behind, you wanted to practice and make sure you knew when to hit the, uh, the gas, how much to hit the gas, brake pedal. You know, if you were driving a standard transmission, how to shift it appropriately, all those different kinds of things. And the only way we got to where we are today is slowly layering on the processes of, okay, hit, you know, how do you turn uh, headlights on? How do you go along and hit the windshield wipers? You know, how do you back up the car in parallel park? You know, yeah, everybody just had uh, flashbacks to that time when they were doing the driver ed back in uh, when they were 16 years old. But when uh, it comes to firearm skills, it's the same type of thing where we got a layer upon it. Yeah, absolutely. That's funny you mentioned that. I just we just got done uh, with driver's ed with our our 16 year old just got his license, and so <laughs> I'm very very familiar with that feeling uh, just by proxy through him. So there's a lot of different things you got to do right to be good at shooting. And uh, to be able to break those down into pieces or micro drills or whatever you want to call it and concentrate on just a couple at a time in a safe environment, I, I believe is very, very important to teach a, a student. So Definitely. And you know, as we said before, cost can, can inhibit people from practicing, but the, uh, doing the LSR software gives you the ability to do it for a lot lower uh, cost for it. Because you, yeah. you currently have two different products that you're uh, selling. One is the Laser uh, product and then the Laser X. And I've got the older Laser product, but the Laser X is the newer one. Can you tell our uh, listeners what's the big differences between those two? Yeah, the, uh, the primary differences are really what uh, device they'll run on. That's really the main difference. Uh, the, the system, uh, the older system we call Laser Classic, uh, it's still uh, being worked on. It's still uh, certainly being supported. Um, it's a Windows-only um, program, so you needed Windows to run uh, the software. 
when we came out with LaserX, uh, the X at the end stands for cross-compatible. And we really, really wanted something that would run on pretty much anything that someone might have, either in their pocket or their backpack or briefcase or whatever. Uh, and so LaserX should run on pretty much anything uh, within reason. Um, you know, if you've got a little $40 tablet, you might be trying to pull a horse trailer with a Prius there, but it's, um, you know, it'll run on pretty much anything. So yeah, anything that's got camera and, you know, some kind of sound, yes. sound device and such. So Absolutely. That is uh, def- definitely a, a big plus because mine was um, Laser Classic. That one I have runs on my Windows tablet and I've got to connect a uh, video or camera to it. For it, for it to work and such, but uh, with the new one, at some point I'll probably upgrade. I'll uh, be able to run it on my uh, cell phone. You know, we've all got yeah. cell phones that are fairly big and have great cameras. And as long as you can uh, pick out a target on the wall, it works out extremely, extremely well. I, uh, yeah. I enjoy bringing it out and, and using it myself. And uh, I've been known to set it up with the head-to-head competition with uh, kids from time to time to get them to understand and realize um, how much fun shooting can be, but at the same time, reinforce the uh, good shooting habits of, you know, finger on frame, uh, you know, muzzle, muzzle direction, all those types of uh, skills that we want to instill early on in our uh, kids, especially when it comes to firearms. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Kids, kids are one of those that, you know, they're growing up with video games they're growing up with phones they are growing up with this technology. And I really think if we can modernize the way they learn about firearms, um, that's really going to go a long ways towards bringing that next generation into the fold. Um, and so, yeah, I love, I love using the software with kids cause it makes noises. It gives them feedback. They get to see what they did right away. And yeah, they, they love it. So yeah, if you got a 16 year old, I'm sure, uh, they've used that before too, right? Yes. Definitely. Tested out dad's yeah. uh, software. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. Well, Hey, yeah. when it, when it comes to all these, uh, neat tools that we have, are there, is there online training that instructors can do if, if they want to get some, uh, drills or as you said, you know, send maybe their students home with some, uh, homework to come back to class with. Yeah, there's, there's a couple different options. Um, one of the things we always point instructors to, and it's a little bit of an older video series, but we do have a video series on YouTube about using laser in the classroom. And we just have some basic suggestions about, uh, you know, everything from safety, uh, especially if students are going to be using their own guns with uh, something like a laser bullet or laser ammo or something like that, um, all the way into, uh, well, here's some things you might want to use the software to do. And here's how you set that up and that sort of thing. And that's applicable even today, even though that video series is a little bit older. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a myriad of different things that they can do with the software that they can make up themselves. Um, one of the new things we have in uh, Laser X in particular is called Challenges. And Challenges are sort of a uh, gamification, if you will of uh, some different shooting drills. Uh, it gives you feedback as far as your score. Uh, you know, you get a certain score and then you get prizes in the form of, um, you know, you get stars on a drill and that sort of thing. And so uh, we really wanted to try and supply something uh, that would let someone um, get some good feedback as well as get some um I don't know, a little bit of that uh, uh, success feeling, if you will, from doing something right. 
Uh, and so I, I think the industry refers to that as gamification. And so um, that's, uh, that's built into LaserX software. And that's something that uh, um, has been there for uh, somewhere around a year now, I think, something like that. So, mm-hmm. so. Well, one of the things that uh, falls right into that um, are one of, one of the uh, other podcasts on the concealedcarry.com is the Shooter Ready Challenge by Riley Bowman over there mm-hmm. at Concealed yep. Carry um, Podcast. Um, how does that work? Yeah, so uh, the Shooter Ready Challenge is something that uh, concealedcarry.com puts on every month. Um, uh, Riley uh, teaches you how to uh, do the drill properly, gives you some tips, maybe some micro drills about how to break down uh, the particular um, uh, the, the drill or the challenge in the software and, and get better at it so that you can achieve that higher and higher and higher score. Um, and then uh, I believe the, uh, the deal with it is that every month, uh, if you participate by running uh, that drill inside the LaserX software, you're automatically entered into uh, a drawing. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're giving away some ammo. Um, but I I'm, they used to, and while well, it was cheap, uh, currently I think I think yeah. they're, they're doing other uh, giveaways. I'm not 100% sure what the giveaway is. That's I, I'm not sure what the giveaway is right now. Yeah, I should I should preface it with that. I can't guarantee you will get ammo, but yeah. Um, so. Yeah, they do a good job. Riley does a really good job of breaking those drills down. Uh, he seems like uh, he's a really good instructor. I haven't had a chance to take a class from him, but um, he's uh, uh, certainly more than competent. And I, I certainly believe that uh, he does a good job of explaining that. Yeah, I would go along and tell if you're wondering about the uh, resources for the Shooter Ready Challenge, it's pretty simple. They give you the targets right on the website. You can yep. go look at the videos, and then as long as you get the LaserX app and some kind of uh, lighting emitting uh, device, you know, a cert pistol or the cartridge inserts into a normal pistol, um, you can go along and participate in it. So yep. it's, uh, yep. I would say I haven't because I don't have the LaserX software, but the more I look at this, the more maybe I need to uh, think about doing that. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, Jason, got a question we've been asking all our uh, guests this this year. What books yeah. are you reading to uh, improve yourself, um, bo- both personally and professionally? Yeah, so um, one of the books that came up, I was looking through my Kindle list here. One of the books that came up as far as shooting goes, um, I was rereading um, Ben Stoger's, or Stager, I'm not sure how to say his last name, uh, his competition book. Um, I have really, uh, I'm doing a reread of that. I've really enjoyed, um, his books that he puts out. Um, I am a not great competition shooter. And so, um, that's one of the things that, um, I would like to improve on. Uh, the other one, as far as business goes or personal development, that kind of thing. Um, there's a a book called you Inc. And, uh, that's on my list and, uh, I've, uh, I've enjoyed that one so far. I'm not quite done with it, but. Um, that's a, that's a good one to check out as well. Who's the author for Ewing? Um, let me look that up here. That is. So our listeners can uh, get the right book because I know several times these kind of books that uh, they've got, uh, same titles to different authors. Right. Uh, Travis Rosser is the, it's a fairly short book. Um, it's probably less than a couple hundred pages. Um, so it's a good, it's a good casual read. So, 
Okay. Well, and I'll, as always, I'll include links to these books uh, in the show notes if uh, people would like to check them out. And uh, where can people find more uh, information about the LASR software and uh, Jason uh, Williamson? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they can go to laserapp.com. There's no E in laser. It's L-A-S-R-A-P-P.com. Great. I will uh, include links to the uh, YouTube videos so people can find and also the Shooter Ready Challenge in the in the show notes. Perfect. So, appreciate your time today, Jason. It's uh, yeah. an opportunity here for uh, instructors to really take advantage of the political climate, but in a very positive uh, manner and making people more responsible. That's been one of the driving forces behind the podcast and why I like to bring guests on and talk about, you know, how to improve training and how to ultimately impact uh, the end user because the, you know, it makes me cringe. Sometimes we read the news about accidents where people just uh, did not think about what they were doing. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So appreciate you having me on. It's been great. Great. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. We have a few requests for our listeners. If you have ideas, questions, or feedback, please email us at ftp at concealedcarry.com. I'm currently working on a couple of requests that have come in recently. So I do reply and I do follow up on those to get those uh, ideas into action. Uh, visit our sponsors, especially the Firearms Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember to use promo code FTP10 for 10% off at checkout. We ask, go out, rate our podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play. And share this episode on Facebook and encourage others to listen and subscribe. Remember, if they don't know about it, your friends in the instructor industry, they're not going to be able to take advantage of this. And this is one of those topics that I would like to have uh, people widely uh, talk about it and get that information out there. Remember, we bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Remember to practice, everyone, and stay safe out there. Concealed Carry, Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.